0: Cicada is a hard word for me too. Doesn't read. Look right. <laughs> There's so many C's. English is bad. Yeah. <laughs> she misses the cicada. 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 I was like, it was like I was reading it. You know, sometimes when you're like, do I know how to read, or have <laughs> I just memorized <laughs> a word? You've
1: probably just memorized words. word. Cicada.
0: C- it. C- yeah. Cicada felt like a. I have memorized this word. I don't know how to read. I have memorized that I know that sequence of letters means cicada, but that means that But I don't know why But when I hit the word, I was like, that bug <laughs> What is that
1: bug? Road? <laughs> it was a cockroach It was a camp that was so good, you fly your children across yeah. the world Yeah, insane how did i don't okay i could talk truly i got a tiktok the other day that was like what's something that you could talk about for 30 minutes straight without stopping and i'm like so many things parent trap is one of them <laughs> i could ask questions to myself and answer them for 30 minutes <laughs> and i'd love to hear it and
0: we might still get into it based yes. on so to start introducing this fic this welcome fic, to fine paris <laughs> i'm grace i'm claire this is a podcast about family <laughs> we're too excited and movies movies and we love movies <laughs> We do love movies. <laughs> I was tasked yes. with bringing either The Parent Trap or Freaky Friday. Lindsay Lohan Classics. Lindsay Lohan Classics. And, um, Freaky. and re- both remakes. Both right? remakes, yeah. yeah. Both remakes. The first Parrot Trap, I think, came out in like the 70s. I thought it was like the six. It's like black and white. No. I want to say. No? Some of the, oh, I don't maybe know. The, maybe I didn't the, actually see it. I just saw the poster Oh, for no, it. It. it's
1: not black and white. I think some of the, maybe the posters and advertising might have been. But it was quite... Uh, old movie.
0: Yeah, you're right. It 63? is a 61. Oh, so close. And the Lindsay Lohan is a 98. Yes. But anyway, so I started looking for, uh, I, I, I looked for both. Freaky Friday, I would say, appears more as a a u AU concept. I kind and, of figured that would be. And less case. as a independent fandom.
1: Was there any really fun swaps that you came across?
0: I mean, almost every fandom had a swap. Yeah. It's a lot. Of, again, it's an enemies to lovers kind of oh, AU setup. Oh, actually, yeah, setup. that's a really
1: good way to do enemies yeah. to lovers. <laughs> is that you, how <laughs> else. Each shoes.
0: Yeah. Like, how else would you, like, best understand yeah. your enemy is oh, to really now funny. be your enemy. And, um, uh, yeah, so there was. So you named the fandom. Probably it. had it. And I just was more interested. And in, I was like, I want to see something specifically from the movie. Yeah. And not just an AU. Maybe that's so. kind of in the vibe if we yeah. can find it. Yes. <laughs> Um and th- there was a lot more choices for parrot trip. Yeah. So the the couples ranged all over the place. One, I was aware, are you familiar with the tie-dye girl?
1: Oh, yes, obviously. <laughs> as a as a straight woman, <laughs> girl, I was not. Tie-dye girl was every lesbian that was born in between like 89 and like 95 yeah. sexual awakening. <laughs> Yeah, I as a straight woman uh, had, had no idea tie dye girl existed. No, <laughs> um, makes yeah. sense. No, it
0: was that I was I learned about tie dye girl through TikTok for. For the other people who are not familiar with Tie-Dye Girl, um, she is another camp uh, <laughs> member who is get, who gets paired with Hallie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the beginning of the movie, when they show up at camp, Walden... They're shoving everybody's bags in a pile. And, uh, they're having trouble getting them. Yeah, she's like... <laughs> and Tie-Dye Girl, they're like, hey, you, Tie-Dye Girl.
1: First, she's like, what is your deal? <laughs> she, like, walks up to the pile and just, like... Pulls it straight out, and yeah. they're both like, Whoa, that's my kind of woman. That's I my kind of yeah, woman. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> the coating is so coated. <laughs> and I, as a straight woman, was like, Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also, it's also female empowerment. And I think that's, it was like a weird style yeah. to be like, to have kids talking like adults in like a Disney movie. Yes. No, yeah. But also to have these like kind of sassy yeah. one-liners with, like that's my kind of woman.
0: Yeah. And then the rest so of funny. the movie, um, or the next, the rest of the time mm-hmm. they're at Camp Walden. tie-dye girl. So uh, Hallie's like team. Yes. Is all, yes. So they're like always very close together. She gives like a
1: piggyback ride at some point. Yeah. Very gay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so there was a couple of those. I would say a lot of them that I was reading were kind of sad because it was oh. because. Tie-Dye Girl and Hallie aren't as close post the twins realizing they're twins. Oh,
1: After so she like, lost her friend. Yes. Aww. So, very camp drama though. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And so there
0: was a lot of, so if you want to have some angst uh, feel free to explore the Tie-Dye Girl because Aww. there's a lot of them coming back to camp years later Aww. and like reconnecting and it was very beautiful but I was like, wow, this uh, the vibes right now. I, uh, yeah, vibes. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm really sad. So I was like, okay, I am not to have given you all this backstory on Tie-Dye Girl and I did bring
1: her yeah we're not at camp are we not at camp at all
0: we're not at camp at all No, because our couple is meredith blake and chessie Hat. <laughs> and <laughs> and i actually saw a lot of meredith blake and chessie i get it and i and i was like i do get it but it, and i had like seen it on the internet before mm-hmm. and i just was like okay i'm intrigued um and i read this one this fic is called the nanny trap uh <laughs> by sonateen And I did get in touch with the author. They had picked this couple uh, because there's a scene in like what inspired this fic was there's a scene in The Parent Trap where Meredith is sitting on Nick, the father's lap. Yeah, Dennis Quaid's lap. Dennis Quaid's (laughs) lap. And she like rings a bell and calls Chessie into the room. yeah. And they said it just felt like there was a lot of underlying tension and chemistry there. And you can read it as, A, Meredith is threatened by Chessie's relationship with Nick Parker, unlikely. Or, B, she's in deeply internalized homophobia denial about her feelings for Chessie.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Chessie and um, Marvin were both, like, characters that were meant to be gay. I don't know this, like, canonically, but, like, characters that seemed like they were meant to be gay, coded, and then ended up together for reasons. Yeah. Which, like, bisexual couples also very funny. Not bad about that. No, like... (laughs) I could also see. It's really funny because, yeah, like Meredith is so performative. Yes, it really reads as like, like sugar baby, which is yeah. what it what it is. But like, or I have no interest in this man. Actually,
0: yes, no. Um, this fic is going to like cover some of the scenes we see and just kind of like re that are in the movie. Sorry, Jesse farted really loud. On camera.
1: <laughs> no, it was, I don't know, door. So I think okay. it was a
0: chair. <laughs> But yes, it's going to be Meredith and Jesse. And it's uh, very fun because I was like, I see kind of like where you're getting to this. Um, I also liked that um, our author made Meredith smarter Mm. than I think she initially comes off in the film. Yeah. But that's like part of what it is. Yeah.
1: How old is she supposed to be in the movie? She's like supposed to be very young in the movie. Yeah. She's supposed to be like 24 or yeah. something insane.
0: In, in this fic, she's like a semi-recent college grad. She has a job. Yeah. So she, yeah, she's probably like yeah. 23,
1: 24. Um, I, like she says her age because at some point she's like only 12 years older than me or something. Yeah. And she's Let's like 11. Go.
0: She's 23. Meredith Blake. Isn't she?
1: Blake. That's so funny.
0: How old was Meredith Blake? Cunning. Uh, 26. Okay. I did get in touch with our author. What was her name again? uh sonateen though they they said to use their username was fine um but i am also inferring they have one of the things they wanted to promote is uh that they also write original fiction Hmm. Uh, they have a lesbian rom-com thriller being shopped around to editors right now Um, and you can read the older books at zeldasable.com rom-com
1: thriller is a very funny i know that's. i i'm very intrigued. get back to me and tell me what it is once yes. it's like around
0: <laughs> and anyway so like some fun facts about them They've been writing fix since they were fifteen. Their best friend and them used to print out fix from fanfic. I'm, I'm assuming FF is fanfic. Yeah, fanfic.net. <laughs> and and swap them during first period. Yeah, it's totally classic printing out fanfiction. Yes, um, and they. <laughs>
1: That's what you got to start doing. It's just printing out your email and your fanfiction and having it like. <laughs> for you. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I will next time. <laughs> if do you have a printer? at my
0: house yes oh good not here you're a real adult (laughs) yes um i have to print out things from time to time Uh, like my fanfic to hand out to my coworkers. i'm gonna
1: print off the fanfic for the podcast at the school that i work at just to really (laughs) please do uh (laughs) to really lean into the first hour vibes
0: yes (laughs) take it to your first hour too i'll take it to my first meeting of the day i'll be like guys here are the pages for the day just have it
1: just be reading it under the table I'm, no one's changed. We're the exact same people we were in high yeah. school.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've definitely read fanfic at work uh, when I have time, Yes, same. So, um <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah. It's normal. Uh, they work in tech in their regular life. Ooh. Uh their first fandom was a new yashu, which is a manga, Inuyasha? a manga. There we go. Oh, I yeah. was like I already forgot how to pronounce it as I was after I looked it. I looked it up. Yeah. And I also asked what is something you find surprising about writing fic or being in fandom and they said I don't find this surprising anymore, though I guess you can say pleasantly surprising. How many lasting friendships I've made over the years because we were both obsessed with some piece of media. We're like and together. and <laughs> I was like, my martial heart, can not yeah. take this? Um, and then the final question, which will lead us into our fic, is I asked... If there was any particular flavor or liquor that they thought mm. really paired with their fix, oh, that's cute. And they suggested kind of the way I was already leaning. They suggested a classic margarita or mezcal, mm. um, since that's what they're drinking in the first scene. And in oh, the cute. first scene, they are <laughs> drinking so say, this pre-made. Is not quite margarita. the right color. Is no. that the
1: mezcal? Is it a different color? No, no, no.
0: Uh, so what? So here's what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: let me elaborate. Sponsored by Jose Cuervo and Jack Daniels. That's mm. <laughs> Sponsored by either, I'm but spen- could be. Not sponsored by anybody right now. No. Sponsors. Sponsored. Sponsored. Sponsored by
0: ourselves and our patrons. Yeah. 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 Sponsored by our patrons. Yeah. Honest, yeah. Um, so at the first scene, as you'll see, uh, they are drinking pre made margarita mix. And I had some. So they pulled some out of the fridge and I had some. But then I was like, this is a cocktail podcast. And I feel like it's cheating if I, wow. just, if I just bring that. You uh, just
1: bring a margarita.
0: So then I was thinking, okay, uh, what, what could I? do to like dress this up? And I realized that I had very recently been leaning into my Chessie aesthetic Mm -hmm. and I had just made some rhubarb syrup.
1: Oh, cute. Yeah. And
0: and Chessie
1: is such a rhubarb. (laughs) Yeah. And so,
0: right. And so I was like, and she like, cooks a lot
1: and yeah. like so i was yeah, like so i was like fancy. wait a minute she wouldn't and, make a fancy drink but she would have a fancy syrup that like actually really yeah. attracts so uh, i like looked it up to be like is rhubarb gonna taste like
0: ass next to <laughs> in a margarita in a margarita and the answer was no the, the answer was like rhubarb pairs well with citrus and i was like lime yes um, so <laughs> so i've yeah. made, so i've made it so i've made you a blended margarita and I've added a dollop of homemade rhubarb syrup. Cute. And there's some extra lime juice to um, balance know, it out. B- balance it out. So,
1: ooh, that's really good. Oh yeah, that's so smooth. Is there no, alcohol in this? Yeah, oh, I no. mean,
0: I mean, Josie was like, "There's no alcohol in that," but I've gotten fucked up on that before. <laughs>
1: on the Jose Cuervo mix, I was like, "Yeah, there has to be." It's good, it's good to make my Jose Cuervo. Yeah, there's alcohol in it. But also, like, there are some that don't, and I feel like um, I don't think it was you, but somebody has a story about how they. Drank that thinking it had alcohol in it when they were like a kid. Oh no! <laughs> it's that you can buy margarita mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mix and th- like mix and then you mix. then you yeah. and
0: then you mix in yeah. tequila. And this is also right next to it. But oh, this, this is, is why it's not a cocktail, is because it's like <laughs> literally pre-made. And this is ready to drink, so there's already alcohol in it. But yeah, I just felt like I was like, this is cheating. So I need to like. <laughs> So I was like, I need to put a little bit more effort into I say, it. It's but, not super strong. So but like, if you feel inclined to, like our characters, drink straight from the bottle, you may. Yeah. So feel empowered to do what feels right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is very good. So this is The Nanny Trap. I'm just reading a part of it. We'll, we'll go through the whole thing. Um, but there, there are some extra things that I'm going to skip. But anyway, here we go. Her boss is asleep because it's 10 p.m. and the man is 40 with a preteen daughter. <laughs> Meredith Blake, on the other hand, is barely out of grad school and rummaging through the fridge. Is this the sweetest thing in the house? She asks, pulling an old bottle of margarita mix. Me me, me? me? Over there? From the graveyard of sauces. Because <laughs> that's where you put it in the fridge. Chessie uh, truly fears it was purchased by Nick Parker's ex wife over a decade ago. But Meredith has already poured half of it down her throat. It's a vintage.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a fine vintage.
0: It's- you know how mixed cocktails age well. Yeah. especially They the probably
1: family. get more alcoholic. <laughs> There's just like, like sugar ferment. to ferment. Oh, yeah, exactly.
0: It just starts fermenting. Yeah. Be like, this was margarita, and now it's moonshine. Now it's just like flavored tequila. <laughs> Maybe I should call you a cab, Chessie offers. This is only the third time she's met her boss's new girlfriend, technically, and she's pretty sure Meredith doesn't even remember her. Meredith yanks the phone cord out of the wall. No way. I'm staying here for a long weekend with my boyfriend. and He is asleep at 930. Give the man a break. He's a dad. Camp counselors are taking care of his kid. Tilts yes, the Yeah, her- I was gonna yeah. say, is he
1: doing anything right now? Like, no, no. He like works for him. He's like his own boss. Like, <laughs> there's no yeah. reason he's gonna be at 930. Yeah, he yeah, he's his own boss. His daughter
0: is away. And he has people to take care of his house. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Yeah, you're living the dream, man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This is when you find a hobby. But maybe that is why he's going to bed at 9.30. That's also the dream. (laughs) When
0: you're 44, that's the dream.
1: Yeah. I did nothing all day and I'm going to go to bed. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Meredith tilts the rest of the margarita mix into a coffee mug and places it solemnly in Chessie's hand. He spent the day at a power lunch and then by the pool. Chessie moves to pour the mug down the sink. Well, (laughs) Good (laughs) night. Meredith slaps a hand over the top. Don't waste
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) I'll
0: drink it. (laughs) She grins down at Chessie. Her teeth are Hollywood bleach white. Hmm. They glow. We're partying.
1: (laughs) You and me, the two women in this house,
0: I am bored. Right? There's nothing for me to do here. I need activity. Partying turns out to be 16 candles on VHS bathrobes, and face masks. Yes. Chessie sinks further into the $12,000 leather couch.
1: I can't imagine uh, Meredith's got a lot of, like, gout pals. No. She doesn't seem like she's a no. girl's girl. No, I don't think so. <laughs> she's no. desperately trying. She just needs friends. We're girl-girling. We're going girl to drink wine out of mugs and watch a movie. Yeah. This is how girls hang out, right?
0: This is how girls hang out. <laughs> yeah. Chessie sinks further into the $12,000 leather couch and tries to suck in her stomach. Meredith looks effortlessly chic in Nick's ratty flannel robe. Mm. Hope Nick's kid doesn't mind us watching her tape. Hallie. And this is his tape. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, Hallie wouldn't know about 60 Candles yet.
0: No. It's 11. <laughs> yeah. 13 or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Mary the <laughs> Snorts. They burn through two more John Hughes classics and eight bags of old Halloween candy.
1: Bags? That's so much candy. Well, it also, it's like it's like July. <laughs> yes. So it's like a full year old.
0: This is very How many kids
1: are going to this vineyard to trick or treat? None. Zero. It's That's probably
0: why they have eight bags of candy. Give them some
1: grapes. Like Here's some vineyard grapes. <laughs> They're not going to eat. <laughs> what's the sweetest thing in this house margarita mix I can't give that to kids <laughs> shoot damn it
0: by 4am Chessie is puking in the downstairs toilet and Meredith is perched on the tub filing her nails she does not hold back Chessie's hair but she also doesn't leave the bathroom she instead gossips incessantly about her boss and colleagues until Chessie's head is spinning with Megan's and Kyle's and expense accounts named She's like Fifi.
1: throwing up yes ah!
0: no Fifi is Kyle H's girlfriend he moved his expense account over to her name as a gesture of goodwill <laughs> Because she won't sign a prenup, Chessie croaks. Meredith barks out a laugh, a real one, not that tinkling one that she's always puts on around Nick Parker. She sounds like an old man. It humanizes her somehow. Chessie sits back and wipes her mouth. In a fluid motion, Meredith rises to her feet and runs a washcloth o- under the sink. She tosses it to Chessie. You look like hell. Sourly, Chessie scrubs her face. She drops the cloth in the tub. Let future Chessie deal with it. She's going to sleep in as long as she wants because Hallie isn't here to slam open her doors at the crack of dawn, demanding explanations for all the planets' names.
1: <laughs>
0: Meredith squats beside her <laughs> Uranus.
1: <laughs> but why is it called Uranus? Jesse, I need to know. I need to know. It's going to bug me all day.
0: I couldn't sleep if I like to think about Bust open the door.
1: Jupiter. What is Jupiter?
0: <laughs> I would be so bad. <laughs> Meredith squats beside her. Her legs don't even tremble. All that yoga by the water, probably. She produces a tube of lipstick from somewhere on her
1: person and is applying
0: 4 it. 4 to- a.m. Yep. <laughs> do you not have lipstick in your pocket? I 8?
1: mean, it does sound like something dumb I would do at 4 a.m. just to be like, I'm, I'm, it's smudged. I gotta, put a, I gotta put it on for this hot woman that's throwing up in front of me. I gotta keep her impressed.
0: Right. She produces a tube of lipstick from somewhere on <clears> her <throat> person and is applying it to Chessie's mouth. Oh, okay. Chessie's lips part indignantly. Meredith slaps her knee. Be still. You have to look decent. Why? Across the compound, Nick Parker's awful siren alarm goes off. Meredith says, share and share alike, and brushes her lips across Chessie's. Brusquely, chastely. She walks out of the bathroom with perfectly blotted lipstick. Mm. Chessie can hear Nick Parker's voice booming from the staircase. 5 a.m. chore time. No more snow time. And then, wow, honey, you're already awake. (laughs) You look amazing. (laughs) She crawls out of the bathroom, cloth tucked in her hand for versillamitude. Mm. Words are hard. That's a beautiful SAT word, though. And then, um, so we're going to skip ahead
1: a little bit. Is there any reaction to this weird kiss that happened? No. Oh, okay. Well, it <laughs> just, just threw up. Like They like, yeah, it, she's just sort <laughs> dissect of dissect like, this kiss a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of just like Jesse's like, well, that happened and Meredith is just like a person (laughs) and they like talk about like Hallie and like kids and because like Chessie's like worried about Hallie and it's because Mm. it's not Hallie it's the other twin oh she's come back now yeah okay okay so it's Annie pretending to be Hallie but Chessie notices right away and it's like something happened at camp and Meredith is like yeah she probably just saw someone cute it's not a big deal acting like a normal teenage girl yeah they're like don't worry about it Chessie is sitting alone in the bar with the second sex and a glass of wine because her friend is late and she wants to scare off men. Hmm. It's her day off and she successfully persuaded Nick Parker not to buy her a cell phone, so she is unreachable and basking in the Napa (laughs) sunset. It's wonderful. Someone throws themselves over her
1: shoulder. Cell phone. Oh, he's rich. Okay, I was like, this is like nineteen ninety nine, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. What year did it come out? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. You're not gonna get service out in that vineyard. Come on, man. No. What are you doing? <laughs> um.
0: Or what will come up later is uh, car phones exist. I think it's like you could have oh, yeah. you like can have like cell phones. I think cell phones are just really bulky at this time. Yeah. And you still
1: like need like not a lot of people like business people have them. So I could see Nick having one because yeah. he's out in the fields. Yeah. And he's rich.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Someone throws themselves over her shoulder. Chessie twisted their wrist into the bar. She took jujitsu at Berkeley. She's, so she's a stereotype. So what? <laughs> Until they crunch in pain. It's actually more of a breathy moan. And once, yeah. she, and once she sees the platinum <laughs> hair, she releases her grip. Oh, shit. <laughs> the nanny. The nanny out in public without her surrogate family? Jerry, get another drink for this hot nanny right here. Hot commodity alert. Fellas, you listening? There is a hot nanny right here. <laughs> It must be nice to be a publicist and get trashed at 5 p.m. every day. Chessie says, why are you never in the Bay Area where you live? (laughs) Meredith giggles and climbs into Chessie's lap. She weighs about five pounds. Chessie feels frumpy in her cargo pants and plaid shirt. It's boring there. Kyle and Megan got back together. No one wants to hang out. (laughs) Married people are boring, Chessie agrees, and reaches around Meredith for her book. She flips the page one-handed. Everyone here is boring too, Meredith wines, creating mm-hmm. her neck to preen. She's in a skin tight sequence number that's throwing light like a disco ball. It's like this is just like a local bar, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is just yeah. People are staring. Yeah. Chessie takes a sip of wine. It's all brokers and dot com guys. You don't think computers are interesting? The men that build them aren't. They haven't had anything interesting to say all night. <laughs> Bored of people telling you how pretty you are already? Chessie's thumb gets stuck. The page won't turn. Meredith tilts her head. You think I'm pretty? I have eyes, says Chessie tartly. You're blonde at 23, like, yes. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> Meredith runs a hand through Chessie's hair. Her nails scratch across Chessie's scalp. A shiver chases up Chessie's spine and her Ooh. eyes fluttered closed oh, she's got involuntary. A too. <laughs> there, Meredith pulls away. You've just lost some volume. All better. She tries to tug Chessie onto the dance floor. Let's dance. I'm meeting someone. Meredith's eyes widen. Ooh. A man? Who? Tell me everything. She laces her fingers through Chessie's. Never mind. If he's keeping you waiting, he's not worth it. Most men aren't worth it. Chessie says, a friend, and returns to her book and wine. She's not taking off her glasses tonight. Meredith pouts. The sun has gone behind the mountains and the colorful floor lights have come on. A man with gelled hair and an oversized suit sidles up beside her. Chessie hates him. Mm -hmm. Meredith, Meredith clearly hates him more, but she pulls him onto the dance floor anyway. An hour later, Chessie has finished her book, and her friend has called the bar from her car phone to say that she's got a flat and is stuck in Sonoma waiting for a tow truck. Chessie downs her wine and joins the dance floor. She hip-checks the gelled stockbroker out of the way. (laughs) Meredith grins, so wide that Chessie can see her pointed incisors. Like a nerd, not like a wolf. Meredith throws herself into dancing. Nobody can take her eyes off her. Neither can Chessie. sparkling, that's why. She's the only
1: one wearing sequins in this whole bar in Northern California.
0: (laughs) Yes. Neither can Chessie, who's thrown caution to the wind and is tearing it up so hard that her glasses are bouncing on their golden chain. I did forget that Chessie is wearing oh, yeah, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like reading
1: glasses. Yeah. And she
0: keeps them um, on a chain. Mm. The DJ switches things up to a slow jam. Chessie shakes herself out of a haze. It's midnight, he's announcing. She steps back. There's a circle of men in the periphery of Meredith's orbit, waiting to strike. Ew. <laughs> Meredith blithely steps back into Chessie's space, like she belongs there. But Meredith thinks she belongs everywhere. Staking two shots in neon test tubes from a roving waiter, Meredith says, You're way more fun than you were in college. I was exactly this much fun in college. You just never wanted to hang, to hang around me. Well, you were a lesbian. I had a reputation to keep. <sniffs> Meredith loops her arms around Chessie's waist in a very unheterosexual way. Chessie pushes away. She isn't in the mood for games. Bisexual. Really? Meredith doesn't sound upset. I was just making fun of you. (laughs) Yeah, not even particularly interested. She throws back the science drink and plants a sloppy kiss on (laughs) Chessie's cheek. Elizabeth Arden fuchsia. Let's see if we can get the DJ to not play trash. Meredith walks out of Nick Parker's, as like, cut. Break. To the scene, yeah. Meredith walks out of Nick Parker's master bedroom the next morning, looking delicately haggard. She won't meet Chessie's gaze. Back to normal. Meredith comes over the next afternoon and tries to pretend nothing's changed. She speaks to Chessie in this jocular tone, and then, when that has no effect, turns dismissive. Chessie pretends not to know her. She calls her Miss Blake. This makes Meredith stop dead in her tracks. She stalks outside, hips swinging, and squeals, Nikki! In a way that could get her fired for unsavory films. Chessie makes... What? ...think that is implying it
1: sounds porny. Yeah. (laughs) So but hidden <laughs> I was thinking too hard I was like wait just, yeah sounds <laughs> she's like a porn- bad actress no sounds like yeah. a porn phone or she's being a bad actress Nikki. like, like Nikki I love you yeah that's true yeah for sure <laughs> that too both work Chessie <laughs>
0: makes Nick Parker pasta primavera for dinner as revenge she's already thrown out all of the meat in the fridge there's a note like oh. win- he doesn't like vegetarian food M- must must not Sorry, <laughs> uh there's a noise like wind chimes on the patio Chessie chops onions with the big, scary knife with more fervor than necessary. If Meredith dragged that man into vintage shops and bought dusty antiques into this house, brought, brought but. dusty antiques. It does say brought, I just can't read. <laughs> if Meredith dragged that man to the two vintage shops and brought dusty antiques into this house, there's a chiming sound again. Then someone calling her name. She follows it onto the patio like Pav Pav Pavlov's Dog. Dog. But uh, what we're going to say is like Pavlov's ex lover. There you go. Meredith has a bright silver bell meant for a dog. She rings it (laughs) (laughs) imperiously. Chessie! Uh, Nick Parker looks mortified. Did she she buy the bell at the vintage store? (laughs) (laughs) Must have. Chessie! Nick Parker looks mortified. (laughs) Not as mortified as Chessie feels. She curls her lip. You rang? Meredith tilts her head. She's in cherry red lipstick that matches her cherry red convertible and a little black dress that belongs at a lounge in the Bay instead of at the Costco patio collection in an uphill ranch. Her blood red nails are poised on the bell, threatening. Gin and tonic. Make Mr. Parker's a double. She pushes back Nick Parker's hair in a sensuous manner, all while maintaining aggressive eye contact with Chessie. Uh The bell is now resting on the table. Chessie imagines using it on Meredith instead. She imagines saying, good girl, to a Meredith sprawled across red sheets that match her lipstick. She imagines pulling off that skin-tight Posh, uh, posh Spice mini dress with her teeth. Nick Parker says apologetically, please, Chess. <laughs> Chessie goes to the kitchen to splash cold water on her face.
1: I've never heard of anyone using a bell in the bedroom. That's really funny and weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, like maybe I'm going to call someone into the bedroom. But, like, imagine, like, every, like, I and lower. Good girl. <laughs> And faster. Ding-a-ling. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> it's not the <this> saving cream.
0: <laughs> Cut forward to, um, this is after all the twins' shenanigans has mm. been revealed.
1: The ending. The final act.
0: <laughs> yep. Shit has hit the fan and the whole Scooby gang is at a swanky hotel in San Francisco. Yes. Chessie feels, well, not 100% great about the Meredith ambush, but she'd be lying if she said she wasn't looking forward to the penny dropping in a kind of perverse pleasure. Yeah. She feels bad about Nick Parker getting caught in the crossfire, but that really isn't her business. No, this is his fault. <laughs> her loyalty lies with the preteen redheads that may be well, may as well be her own daughter's. No matter what Tiff, Elizabeth, or Nick, or Meredith got into over court, she was the one that raised Hallie Parker, and they all knew it. Nick Parker fell into a pool and the dog peed in the lobby, but aside from the, <laughs> from the nonsense of two middle-aged numbskulls who don't know what they want, Chessie is having an, an overall decent weekend. The hotel requires non-refundable deposits, so no one feels like they can skip town early. The main players in the family drama stick to their hotel rooms and the bar downstairs, plotting their next move on romantic, on romantic chessboard, which leaves Chessie free to relax by the pool with Elizabeth's charming butler. Martin. Martin. This might be the gin, but she likes the way he says, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. By the time the lifeguard goes off duty... The girls are having a very loud and very giggly sleepover in Chessie's room, and the bar is full of family members ignoring each other and <sighs> pretending to drink alone. So she, amuses, she
1: <laughs> so she amuses herself by exploring the empty you're hotel. just walking into a bar, and there's like six people, you know, all facing a wall. <laughs> just yes, all like, facing different walls. Just like intentionally not looking at each other. So weird. People uh, so are like, come on, guys, be adults. All right, I'm just gonna... <clears throat> I'm gonna, and I'm gonna face this way the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm gonna drink, not looking at you.
0: I'm also gonna drink, not looking at you. <laughs> See how dumb this feels. <laughs> so, Chessie is exploring the empty hotel. There is no solitude, like the muffled sound of your own sandaled feet on commercial carpeting. She's in the conference corridor now. Most of the rooms are cleaned and locked already. 9 p.m. is a little late for attendees, but one door is open a crack. The speaker inside is killing it. The speech is punctuated with continuous laughs from the audience. There's no crowd like a sober, trapped, Saturday night crowd. The fact that any laughs are happening at all piques whatever's left of Chessie's interest. It's Meredith. She's on stage. Do you want a try five? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's on stage lecturing a bunch of randos. Glass of water in one hand. Or is it vodka? Slinging <laughs> around the microphone cord like a cowboy with the other. She's giving what appears to be an impromptu lecture on guerrilla marketing and early stage investing. <laughs> okay, no,
1: she's not doing not time a type five. So. <laughs> Dang she's, it! I was like, what? What would her observational humor be about? No, she's. <laughs> what's the deal with making your fiance transfer your accounts and not getting a prenup? Am I right? <laughs> Am I <laughs> it's right, just ladies? Like something no one's ever fucking done. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what's the deal with your your fiance not telling you that he's got two daughters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: This ever happened to you? I she has, like,
1: no idea how to be relatable. This ever happened to you? You're just, like, trying to marry rich so you can then divorce richer? And-, and you think you only have to deal with one daughter and you can just send her off to boarding school? And then turns out she's got a twin. What? What? You know that feeling? <laughs> Everybody's been there, right? You also maybe have feelings for the nanny,
0: but, like, can't really tell her. tell her because you have to commit to marrying the old guy with money. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> You know what that's like? She's giving what appears to be an impromptu lecture on guerrilla marketing and early stage investing. There's a man in the front row taking notes. No one seems to notice that she's slurring her words slightly, but then she is barefoot and in a mini dress.
1: (laughs) Who let her on stage? Why is there a mic? (laughs) Who is supposed to be here right now? I don't know. Oh my god. Jesse takes a seat at the back. Who introed her was like, this is why is there name? an audience? Like who is there like two people in the audience and one man just like heard it and came running? And he was like, Yes, I do need girl marketing tips. I don't know. The my manifestation has happened. Be like, this is perfect. This is exactly what i want. woman talking about the thing I need to know about. Perfect. Everything I need. God is real.
0: God is real. <laughs> Chessie takes a seat in the back. She snaps some candids with her disposable camera for blackmailing purposes. But then, despite herself, starts listening. Meredith went to Berkeley like Chessie went to Berkeley. But Chessie had always assumed Meredith was there on a cheerleading scholarship or as a legacy recruit. Her dad's name was on a dining hall, for God's sake. Mm. Chessie dropped out her junior year to take care of her sick mom. Meredith became the youngest president of her sorority. Chessie always assumed this meant planning keggers and choosing the waspiest date for the winter formal. But Meredith is up on stage now throwing around technical terms and name dropping executives that are doing shit right now and others that are fucking shit up. She's giving cringe specific examples about how men worth billions are in fact royal fucking morons. Yeah. And the crowd that's 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 accurate. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> Elon Musk. And the crowd is nodding along. She's using facts and figures. She's using percentages. Nick Parker isn't a total idiot, and his wine is decent, so Chessie just assumed the thousands he was spending on a blonde PR girlfriend was going mainly to steak dinners and cocktails. Oh yeah, he's also employing her. That's fucking weird. (laughs) But maybe those quarterly reports have something to do with Meredith, after all. Meredith locks her eyes with her. Chessie doesn't know how. She's in the last row with sweats. But Meredith gives a sorority shriek and hops off the stage. There's three people in the audience, that's why. There's no no way there's people watching this. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a real thing. Right. She catwalks down the aisle to whistles and applause and drapes herself into Chessie's lap. That's all, folks, she calls. (laughs) my (laughs) dad, My ride's here. She grabs Chessie's hand and sachets them to the door. Sorry, no more questions. Call up Blake Publicity in San Francisco. They walk up by the pool. It's quiet at night. I just want to know how this started. <laughs> I don't want to know. Wanna know. Uh, Sometimes. Maybe it was an open mic night.
1: <laughs> and she didn't really understand what open mic was.
0: And she's just like, I'm going to talk so about. I can just talk about anything?
1: Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. That's great. I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I have a lot About of... <laughs> some CEOs. Oh, and I God. too
0: would listen to that. I'd be like, okay. You go, girl. They end up by the pool. It's quiet at night. Only a few swimmers drift in the illuminated water. Chessie leans back in the lounge chair. The ocean crashes in the distance, but she misses the cicada buzz of the woods. Meredith tosses a decorative pebble into the pool. Then another. She's fishing them out of the plant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Start again. <laughs> I missed whatever happened. Sorry, there was a motorcycle too. But <laughs> so Meredith, Meredith tosses a decorative pebble into the oh, pool. Oh, pebble. Okay. <laughs> then Another. Then she's fishing them out of the palm planter. She's just like grabbing rocks. <laughs> Throwing and I just started really concept- conceptualizing what she, was, what she was doing. She just was like, rock. i Rock. rock. <laughs> she's fishing them out of the palm planter besides them. Her gaze is fixed on the moon's reflection in the water. Thought you'd be upstairs reminding Nick Parker how good he's got it. I already reminded him. You missed your first stand up. I <laughs> already reminded him. This is a tactical retreat. He's stranded in bed, half masked. Oh my God, gross. Stop talking. Never talk again. <laughs> Honey, it's a messy business, but I get results. Meredith clicks her tongue and does finger guns. Like she's
1: in an infrared. I'm going to PR him into a full erection. What does that mean?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. This is. The- <laughs> Uh, this is sugar baby tactics. Yes. She's she's like, I'm sugar babying him. Oh, Don't. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving him half jump. Yeah. she yeah, Leave yeah, she's him like, wanting more. Yeah. She's like, he's up there wondering where I am, wanting fulfillment,
1: and I'm not giving it to him. And I'm throwing, I'm busy throwing pebbles. And I'm throwing
0: rocks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like a, like a phrase.
0: I'm just going to start saying that, and I'm over here throwing it's rocks. It's like kicking rocks, but like, it
1: means so much. it got such a different connotation. It feels like way more intentional to be like throwing a rock than kicking a rock. Yeah. Kicking a rock is for boredom. Throwing rocks is I'm intentionally doing nothing. I'm doing when this instead. Instead of doing a thing I could do. Yeah.
0: She's up there wondering where I am, <laughs> lusting after my body, and I'm, I'm over here, here throwing, throwing rocks. rocks. Meredith clicks her tongue and does finger guns like she's in an infomercial. Yeah, this is no right to be this funny. <laughs>
1: what, what
0: a nerd. I can help you land any man you want. Pass. But Chessie's laughing. Meredith's laughing. I can't believe you just jumped on a stage and started talking over your ass. That man in blue shirt tipped you. <laughs> tipped you. You're brave. Meredith's laugh cuts off. She turns to look at Chessie. No, you're the brave one. I saw you kiss a girl on campus. In public, okay. in the middle of the day, just in the after the day, just after the lesbian in the news had been beheaded, in like I was gonna say in like 1989. <laughs> yeah, scary. Her chest rises and falls. She says, "Riley, my parents would kill me before a homophobe did." Well, Chessie's throat feels tight. My mom's dead. I never knew my dad. Guess it's easier for me.
1: Did we know that they knew each other in college? Because I assumed that they didn't. Yeah, because Chessie's like making all these like guesses about what she was up to. So yeah, Meredith must have like seen her at some point. And like. Yes. has known her this whole time. Yes, Spooky. I think
0: Meredith has known Chessie, but I don't know that. And yeah. it, I think Chessie kind She's of a little bit the, older, too. Yeah, I think Chessie was familiar enough with Meredith also. I think in this fic, they're like closer in age than they probably were in the movie.
1: Well, uh, well, the other thing was like she, you said she dropped out in junior year. So like yeah. there wouldn't have been a lot of overlap time no. anyway. So like I'm imagining she's like 18 freshmen. Oh, There's yeah. this like junior girl yeah, 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 that yeah. she sees kiss another girl, but she has no idea who she is. But she's yeah. like, she remembers that moment because yeah. that would be very uh, like yeah. a core memory for yeah. an 18 year old. No, that makes sense. And then she sees this nanny and she's like, wait a minute, I know you from All somewhere. Right. Yeah. Why do I know you? Why do I know you? My mom's
0: dead. I never knew my dad. Guess it's easier for me. Sure. Easier. It's uncomfortable the way Meredith's looking at her. The way she looks at Nick Parker sometimes. Something between devotion and want. Now we're going to skip ahead again. We do kind of get a little more background on Chessie and that it's like she had been caring for Hallie and then like Nick keeps being like, I sure you don't wanna like I'll pay I'll help pay for you to go to school or mm. like I can whatever you want and she takes like sailing lessons or something. Mm. We're still, like, all reunited. She has some, like, interactions with Elizabeth, the mom, who is also looking at Chessie and is like, you're hot stuff. And uh, they do hook up, but we're not going to cover this. This isn't the Stephen Cream.
1: Oh. And I I also. (laughs) That's the smut that happens first in this fic? Yes. Crazy. I was. Chessie's getting around. (laughs) No, yeah. Chessie's
0: a hot commodity. Oh, maybe the Stephen Cream. Maybe that. Yeah, it's just, it was a lot. (laughs) uh anyway out of left field out of left <laughs> field i like read it again and i was like i must be misunderstanding this and maybe i did <laughs> okay. on some level i'm like should i have brought this up hmm. but also I we, had, we had to know we had to know <laughs> you have to know what else is going you can't like you can't you can't just keep that to yourself <laughs> yeah that's like not information i can just like take to my grave or whatever yeah. you decide to read this thing yeah but like uh. anyway jesse returns to the ranch alone after the wedding cruise the family and martin have flown back to the uk Chessie is meant to fly there herself in a couple weeks. A fortnight, as Martin would say. She's already feeling strange back on dry land. Was it about the ocean? It's like that romantic fuzzy filter they used in old films. There's someone sitting on the front porch. Hey, says Meredith, rising to her feet. A smile spreads across her face. She looks... She looks the same, really, but somehow different. More open. She's in heels, of course, but she's got on flowing trousers and a casual top. Less makeup, maybe. Possibly, it's the lack of a giant diamond ring on her finger. Ugh. This is in the point of the movie where Nick it's and like Elizabeth get back, yeah, yeah. back together. They were on the ship to get remarried or whatever. Yeah, because that's like where they had their first
1: Yeah, the qe 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, And then they were like full circle moment. And then, and then uh, Martin proposes to Jessie in the movie. movie. Yep. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> in the credit sequence, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Nick isn't here. Jessie pays the cab driver and hauls her suitcase out of the trunk. It's heavy, packed with duty-free chocolate. When Meredith stands, it's like a ladder unfolding itself. I know. My assistant has been keeping tabs on the happy couple. It's fine. I'm claiming all his long-distance calls as work expenses. She towers over Chessie, grinning. Uh, okay, says Chessie. She's unnerved by this smile. It's a very different one than she's used to seeing on Meredith Blake's face. Were her smiles all of this time around Nick Parker fake? The smile disappears abruptly. Meredith's gaze is fixed on Chessie's left hand. Wow. Congrats, I guess? Chessie shoves her hand into her pocket. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. I'll say Meredith Snarls. Go. Chessie unlocks the door, going inside. Meredith follows her, launching into an incredulous lecture. There's a sprinkler going crazy in the backyard. This place would literally fall apart without Chessie here. She goes to find the control panel on the outside wall. Meredith picks her way across the grass in spike heels, still spewing hatred. She's really into it now. But like I guess you intellectual feminists never really mean it when you say marriage is a trap it's all indie bookshop lectures and lgbt rallies until a man gets down on his knee in front of you huh then all that big talk just flies out the window a spin of the timer soothes the sprinklers they stop their fourth of july show the yard buzzes silent without the chop 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 sound honestly unbelievable you ruin my chances of marriage then you jump at your own why is
1: Meredith here <laughs> She's just, this is like Nick's house, right? hmm Why is she here? I think she's <laughs> Just to be mean to Chessie. <laughs> I, think, I think she was like, got to She probably packs, has to pack up her stuff. It's Probably, like, It's just funny that she came here to yell about how oh, Chessie's getting married. Yes.
0: I think she didn't know Chessie
1: was <laughs> yeah, that engaged too. yet. I yeah, why was she here in the first place? I don't know. Probably to see Chessie. And now she's and like- And now she has a reason to be mad. Now she's like, I'm
0: uh, mad at you now. <laughs> you ruin my chances of marriage. Then you jump at your own? How's that for sisterhood? Jesse slams the hatch to the control panel. Okay, drop the act. You didn't really want to marry Nick. Yes, I did. He's mature and we have fun together. We would have had a nice life. Meredith looks up wistfully at the ranch. I was looking forward to living here. I would have done a complete interior design overhaul. It was going to look amazing. Of course. Marriage is more than a house. Marriage isn't a house. It's a home. Meredith's gaze drops. I wanted a home. Hey, come on. You still have a home. Even if it isn't this one. Meredith's eyes are glossy. They're standing close, so close that Chessie finally notices her eyes aren't blue. They're hazel around the edges. Not that that matters, but she's not the cookie-cutter Barbie Chessie had imagined her to be in college. She's not the glamorous socialite Nick Parker thought she was either. She's ruthless and selfish, and that's not all she is. Passionate, brave. Chessie steps closer. Meredith says, get away from me, like being doused with ice water. Chessie sucks in deep breath. Two, three. She shoves Meredith in the pool. Good. Now we're going to skip ahead again. Nick is like off on his honeymoon in like Europe and he's like, Chessie, you can stay at the... Take care of the house while I'm gone. Yeah, take care of the house. Stay as long as you want. Do whatever. Chessie's at the weekend farmer's market, filling up her tote bag on smelly cheeses when a red convertible screeches up onto the curb. It scrapes against the meter. Meredith Blake leans over. You don't have to do it. It's Limburger. It won't kill me. You don't have to marry him. What a weird insists. place to do this. <laughs> At the farm in front of the cheese guy. In the
1: most sacred of spaces, Grace. I know you don't have dairy. No, it's just because right. this feels like a, like a, does anyone object to this matrimony? I object. And like Meredith would run in, but instead of that, she's at a farmer's market and she does it in her car. I object. <laughs> I object. To me buying cheese? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> also yes, but no. Yes. Yes to You both. can't marry Martin. Why are you telling me this now? It's like 11 a.m. on a Thursday. None of these people know. <laughs> no one knows what's going on. You don't live here.
0: <laughs> you don't have to marry him, Meredith insists. That English guy, the bald servant. It wouldn't work out, but. <sighs> it takes a moment to figure out what Meredith is saying. Chessie broke the engagement with Martin exactly nine days after the drunken high of witnessing true love on the night seas. Yeah, she had that sent, sounds right. <laughs> yeah, she had sent the ring back via international courier, feeling sophisticated. Martin ordered her a no hard feelings fruit basket of pears, Aww. which truly confirmed that she had made the right decision. Yeah. That all feels a thousand years ago. But to Meredith, who has no contact with either Nick or Elizabeth, oh, a future Mrs. Chessie Martin was She's a very Mrs. possible She's reality. she it in the Bay Area for like a couple of weeks. Chessie feels almost lightheaded with relief. What a bullet Ugh. she dodged. <coughs> Don't be a bitch. Meredith leaps out of the car, not even bothering to turn it off or open the door. There's a dent on the left side. Chessie can't stop staring at that dent. One time in college, a bird had crapped on the hood and Meredith skipped a midterm to take it into the dealership. She hired the student who lived in the dorm below to vacuum and wash it every morning. She loved that car more than, her, than herself. It was the first thing I bought with my own paycheck, she had told Chessie once, when Chessie had been eyeing it judgmentally. And she I, owned it in college?
1: I guess. What was she doing in college? I don't know. I don't believe you, man. <laughs> Sleeping with old men. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the paycheck my sugar daddy in college gave me for sugar I daddy. I earned that money you by done. having sex with an old man to death. <laughs> That was my paycheck. That was my paycheck. Do you know how hard it was? It was very hard. He was not. <laughs> Bazing. Bazing.
0: <laughs> this is, my, this is my, my
1: sugar baby type.
0: <laughs> Baba booey. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith says, you should marry me. People stream past them on the sidewalk. It's high noon. I don't
1: you don't have p- to see Nick so much. <laughs> Like, just for, like, social purposes. Maybe a bad choice. Maybe wait till Jesse gets another job. Agreed. Oh, Which is probably going to be never. It's going to be when Hallie's, like, 18. you know, got to wait, like, yeah. 10 years yeah. to you got, you got some time. She's got to break ties with your ex-fiance. Right. Be like, conditioned of you proposing, of me, uh... I never spend the night... She doesn't even have her own house. Like, <laughs> you can't
0: even visit her. Chuka baby is, is loose on the uh, road. It's just... It's homeless. Uh. I don't even care if you choose me. I choose you, Sarah Chester. Meredith kneels right then and there. I (laughs) I
1: know. Sarah Chester. Chessie. Yeah. Meredith
0: kneels right then and there on the dirty downtown sidewalk in her Calvin Klein mini dress. It rips a little up the side. So, will you domestic partnership me? She adds as an afterthought. It's legal in California now. And if anyone tries to stop us, we'll sue. (laughs) (laughs) Chessie hauls Meredith to her feet. Meredith towers over her in Valentino heels. That's the sweetest thing you could say to me. Marry me? We says Chessie and kisses her. Sin. Cute. So there we are. That's uh, that's Chessie
1: and Meredith. What an amalgamation of things. Like like they they barely did a kiss like one like not even once. Yeah. Unless you skipped over it. No. I don't think I did. <laughs> I can't like process there's, this. there's just like their energy is so <laughs> yeah. indefined Yeah. Um but yes, <laughs> like they did live together kinda of for a while. So I was like, yeah, like that tracks like yeah just kind of getting that you'll like each other but like (laughs) sure it was really good like interpretation of canon to like get here it's just like we took such a winding journey yes to get them to be a pair
0: what i liked about it was um this this felt very authentic to the characters that they are in the movie yeah and so this feels like how they would stumble into each other yeah where. It's like they're just both so...
1: Well, I thought it it was going to be more like... what You set up at the beginning, I thought it was maybe going to be kind of like the... Like, I thought it was going to be like, oh, we're partying at 4 a.m. And then um, when they find out that it's Allie, they have like a weird late night talk and cuddle up or something. And then when they get to the hotel, they end up in the same like bedroom because they're both overwhelmed. Like, I thought that was going to be kind of how this is going. (laughs) So it was not that... (laughs) no what a ride that was so funny and weird i know (laughs) good find good find all right what is the the movies i shall bring for you next week we've thought long
0: and hard about this yes and one movie i know you really like Mm -hmm.
1: midsummer yes another movie i could talk about for oh god at least half an hour (laughs) And so uh, long,
0: yeah. no. So, I'm like, I'm really intrigued to uh, see what you could find with that. Uh-huh. Um, and to oppose it, mm. another horror movie that I feel like is also very um classic, The Shining. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you will find for either of them. Mm-hmm. I have seen The Shining and not Midsummer, so I know like what happens. You haven't seen Midsummer? No, I have not. This is
1: gonna be really funny.
0: I'm so excited. <laughs> Also
1: so excited. I'm excited to see what you'll uh, bring. So silly. Okay, well, join us next week. As we've alluded to, we said it at the beginning, but we say it a couple of times just in case, if you are already a patron, you may be able to find this or other episodes on video format on our Patreon at FinePairingsPodcast. No, wait, <laughs> I did it backwards. Patreon.com slash FinePairingsPodcast. We do two video episodes a month for perks for our patrons.
0: You can also get in touch with us at FinePairingsPodcast at gmail.com. And then on Find Pairings Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Tumblr. Yes. And uh, Find Pairings Pod on X.
1: <laughs> Please don't.
0: Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> or uh, we also have a Discord. So Yay. I think that's right. until then. I will see you
1: next week. Yeah. Go throw some rocks. <laughs> throw rocks. Go throw rocks. Go throw rocks. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.